0: The World Cup is back, and this time it is, once again, the T20 version of it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to an episode of the Grandstand Podcast. This time we're going to be featuring, or we're going to be talking about the T20 World Cup, which is played from the 16th 16th of October to the the 13th of November 2022 in Australia. And to speak about this, we have Randev. Randev, welcome to the show. Randev is an avid, and I mean avid, cricket fan. Randev, welcome and tell us a bit about yourself.
1: And to our
2: audience as well. Thanks, Randev. Thanks, Abhishek, for having me. Uh, So, glad to be on the show. I mean, it's an exciting time. I mean, uh, good for us Sri Lankans also to have some sort of a distraction, you know, from everything that's going around. I mean, if at all, I mean, you know, we, cricket has brought us together. But now, I think it's it's an escape for everybody, you know. Forget about everything and, you know, enjoy the game at least. At least for the next month. So, yeah. forget <laughs> about <course>. your worries.
0: <laughs> of course. I and mean, we will be dividing this into two sections, which is Sri Lanka and the contenders. So, basically, Sri Lanka versus the world. So, stay tuned for that one. But now... We will be talking about Sri Lanka. Let's get in straight into this episode. All right, so it's just going to be three of us. Uh, minus Shavin, of course, Shavin couldn't make it because the time constraints. Abhishek is Shavin, actually Shavin. No, really Shavin,
1: is, Shavin is just uh, hiding. He said he said because um, you know, Verstappen won, Leclerc lost, and you know, I mean, it's it's he's finally put out of his misery, but yeah. he's still sad. You know, it'll so take some time, probably a few years to recover. Band, yeah, but uh, yeah, but stepping no, in I for him, him, yeah, yes, <laughs> stepping
0: in for him is Randeep. But um, Randeep, so we have seen how Sri Lanka have fortune or like they have gotten through somehow they've gotten through the asia cup after having a zero percent chance to win the asia cup uh, as per the predictions after that dreadful start against afghanistan in the opening match but what has sri lanka learned from this, this closing asia cup and what
2: can we take forward what needs to change as well
1: Oh,
0: shit. I got stuck. Oh. So let's get straight into it. Randev, Sri Lanka is on the back of a successful Asia Cup and little did we know how we would have gotten through that Asia Cup after that dreadful start and having a 0% chance to win the Asia Cup You know, after that, that Afghanistan loss in the, the opening match. But what has Sri Lanka learned and what can be changed? Now, of course, we aren't in the Asian subcontinent. We aren't in the Indian subcontinent. We have to adapt to Australian pitches, Australian conditions. And also, mind you, we are playing against the world, not Asia. So what needs to be changed uh, when we look at this Cup for Sri Lanka?
2: Um, I mean, something I think we can take away from uh, the Asia Cup campaign is that you know, we have a stable team with good chemistry. I think that was something that we were lacking before. Uh, because it takes time to build a team, you know, and, you know, quite frankly, when we discarded a lot of seniors, uh, and, you know, when the when the team management and the selectors brought in young players, there was a lot of criticism, you know, you know, we we threw away a lot of talent, a lot of experience, but uh, I think we've come a long way as a team, uh, because in terms of, like I said, stability and team chemistry, I mean, Dasun Chanaka wasn't a person who was a frontliner, you know, he was not uh, he was not a person who was a marquee player, so to speak, but he's definitely been able to bring the team together, and that's a trend that we've seen with other world teams. You know, I mean, uh, if you take, I mean, even 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 when he came to England, when Owen Morgan did take up captaincy, he was not like a front runner per se, but he brought the team together, right? So I think having Shanaga as the captain has been one of the key factors in bringing us together. And right now, that confidence and that team chemistry is what's going to help us get over the line. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's confidence is that is what matters. And last time, we saw a bit of that confidence when we played the workup last year. And I think we were only like about a game away from qualifying semifinals if the run rate worked for us. Uh, so the performance is promising. Uh, but now I think, you know, we have the game exposure, we have the experience, and plus some of our players have played the IPL so they have got that big match big tournament kind of atmosphere that experience as well so i think we are we are pretty much ready and uh, i mean it's it's it will be nice to see how it works out
0: yeah, yeah. Bishik, would you like to add something to that being a resident <laughs> cricket analyst on the show
1: well no i think uh, ranveer summed it up really I would say that if I would give a tag for this team, I would call it a team of comebacks. Mm -hmm. Because if you've seen this team and the way it has performed since Chris Silverwood has taken over, Mm -hmm. it's been a set of, like if you take a series, you would check the first match, it would be a big loss or a loss where they let it go. But they've always managed to find a way to find a formula to come back and win. You have it with the Bangladesh series, you have it in the Australia series. And you have it in the Pakistan series. And you had it in full display at the Asia Cup. Because that Asia uh, that Afghanistan loss was a bad one. It was a sour taste in the mouth for all Sri Lankans. And we really thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be another episode of us just not performing well. Sasun Shanaka is what I would call, what many would call a leader of men, not a person who would Uh, He has the skill as well. I wouldn't say no. He's a brilliant finisher, a good batsman when he's uh, on song. You know, he's had his average this year is crazy. It's out of this world. But more importantly, he's a leader of men. And Sri Lanka, throughout its history, have found more success. This is taking nothing away from the others. But they have found more success when they've had captains who are leaders of men. And I say, I talk about Arjuna Rantunga. I talk about Mahalajavadala. The two most successful captains Sri Lanka has had. So Dasun Shanaka is that type of captain. He clearly, I mean, it's kind of, it's very uh, inspirational to see the way he talks in the media and the, just the way he carries himself as a captain. He loves his place to shine. So Sri Lanka are in a very good place right now and we are hoping for the best. Yes, it's different conditions to the Asia Cup. I personally wouldn't change a thing. Just get used to the conditions in Australia, but don't change a thing in what you're doing. Because, so that's all I do have to say. Of course, I think
0: taking a look at that squad, very balanced, like Randev mentioned, so balanced that I think it is the most balanced side we've had probably
1: since 2011. Am I stretching it a bit? Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, I would go to 2014,
0: but yeah. 2014. Okay. yeah. Of, course, with, of course, being uh, Sangha's and Mahila's last uh, World Cup as well. Uh, But speaking about that, the the reason why it may be balanced is because of our all-rounders. Chami, Karunaratna, Vanidu Hasranga making up that that middle order. Uh, And also, that middle order is one of the best. I I feel like it's one of the best in world cricket at this moment because it won us an Asia Cup as well. right? It came clutch. Uh, But speak to us, Sarandev, about that middle order and... Does Danushka Kunathilaka get your pick to be in that?
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> well, middle order, I mean, like you correctly pointed out, coming, I mean, uh, Chamik Karnaratna and Vani Ghasaranga, I mean, they've been instrumental, right? I mean, uh, we've always pictured Vani Ghasaranga to come in and, you know, bowl out the other team or, you know, put up a stellar performance with the ball. But yeah. as of late, you know, I think more has been expected of him to come in uh, bat a few overs and you know put the team on a more steady course. And we saw that in the final and uh, of the Asia Cup, and we saw it in the warm up game with uh, Zimbabwe as So he, I think he's trying or he has gotten on track with his batting, which is a good thing mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. because if you take other leading world teams, uh, they can bat up until like the eighth or the ninth man, right? Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is absolutely needed to going at to a world stage. I mean, even even in the IPL or the Big Bash League, everybody can back up till the 8th or 9th. Weeker. And now it has become a standard, right? Uh, so, like I said, you know, Manitra has definitely become a good all-rounder and charming Narada. I mean, I admire the man's passion and I admire his ag- aggressive nature. You need that in the team, right? Yes. Trust me, I mean, this is not a knitting class, right? You don't go to and, you know, you don't like, you know, okay, come take cricket. You have to be aggressive, right? And that's something we've been we've been lacking. In our team So we play time, we are play you
0: know? on Australian so We really
2: need that to come up. <laughs> we've seen, we've seen how our Sri Lankan seniors like Mahil and all the all of them going at Australians before, right? So we need that aggressiveness, right? They're not yeah. going to come at Monty Coddler saying, Oh, thank you for coming to Australia, right? Yes. So we have to have that aggressiveness in us. And Chaminkarnar brings just that. And you know, when he comes out to bat, he's confident, right? He's confident when he goes to bowl. He always wants to bowl. He wants to bat. He's confident in his ability. Regardless, he might fail sometimes. That's okay. That's the kind of confidence you need in the dressing room also. You know, That's the kind of energy that goes through the team. So, uh, the middle order in that sense is sorted. I think I don't have a doubt. Because, you know, at least the, the confidence is what keeps the team going and that's a good thing. Um, but about Dhanushka my my opinion is this. He likes to take the good by the horns. Somewhat some, like Ban Baksa, right? But what has happened is he's, he's fish out of water in his position and he has not really performed per se. I mean, sure, he got a few scores in the Asia Cup, but he didn't really pitch in when it was really needed. You could argue saying, you know, okay, our middle order got more experience, etc. But there's batsman is there for a reason, right? Uh, so, I mean, we could, we could uh, you know, we could move you know replacing him or you know bringing in someone like dananjay or asalanka you know just to fill his spot but it's something that we need to consider because at the end of the day uh, we don't want players being there just just for the sake of being there right uh, we need players who can you can hit this is this is a t20 game it's fast paced uh, you need versatility as well you know uh, and in compared to you know players like dananjay De Silva, danish Tilakas bowling record is i mean i don't know whether it's good or bad but he certainly hasn't like put up like a proper bowling performance so uh, it's a slot that we need to consider uh, because i feel like that might be like the loose point in a uh, batting lineup as well because the thing with uh, t20 cricket is its momentum right now in test cricket okay you lose a wicket you can always hold the fourth. You pull down anchor, you pull down a few overs, you get the momentum. T20 is super fast, right? You feel the, the innings finishes in about what, one and a half hours. Yeah. So it keeps moving. It's absolutely fast. And you can't have a wicket suddenly falling. It just brings the whole thing down. So uh, something to consider uh, very strongly. But yeah, that's what I think. Yeah.
0: Also, a player that has been making quiet shockwaves, should I say, is Pathum Nisanka. Who has been working his head off at the top of that batting order and has been playing quite well? We didn't. Did you really recognize him as a T Twenty batsman, Pranav?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be to be honest, not really, because I I mean I had my doubts, right? Um, but the thing is, um, something that something that I think a lot of other T Twenty teams are also focusing on is having an anchor at the top. Mm-hmm. because uh, something that can happen very quickly with t20 cricket like i said earlier the wickets can fall fast right mm-hmm. and what patum nisanka has proven over time is he can hold the fort and then after the 15th over his strike rate goes from about 108 or 9 to 140 he can really accelerate throughout those last overs yeah. so what he has what what he has been doing rather is he allows the other player to shine right and then when the loose ball comes he just he just pummels it right so he takes a full advantage of it and that's why he has been he, i think he's world number 6 or 7 in, in the in the rankings eight, yeah? right eight, if i'm not yeah, mistaken eight, yeah. So, but uh... yeah but my point is like you know if you take the if you take that list it's all pinch hitters on that list right yeah. so uh, the other one that i would mark somewhat similar to patum Nishankar is is markram right uh, yes, similar style. Yes. Uh, they, 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 he, he holds back. He looks for the loose ball. He goes for it, and then towards the latter end of the innings, uh, he accelerates. Something similar he did with sunrises uh, during the IPL this year. So Patul Nissanka, definitely, I think Chris Silverwood knows absolutely what he's doing when he knew to put Patul Nissanka up top. We need that anchor. We need that stability because Sri Lanka team we know. I don't know, we, we we have this thing where, you know, when one wicket falls, everything falls. We, we have, we've seen this, right?
1: 131 130 130 right? for one, 142 for, nine. Yeah.
2: 100 100 100 for one, 100 nine. 9. yeah. We've seen this before, right? We've seen this before and then, you know, you you you, you go to the washroom, you're back. And, okay, yeah, I was just right? about to say. Right.
1: You go to the washroom, you come back, the other team has won the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's done, right? So, we've seen oh this gosh. before and 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 thankfully, it's not happening anymore, right? So, ah, uh, definitely. I mean, he has been a surprise package, and and I, and I think he's a player who has good technique. You know, he's good footwork, and he 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 has a good head on his shoulders. You know what I mean? He's he's not brash. He he picks the spot, and he allows the other batsman to play his own game, because yeah. you see, Kusal Mendis is he, he is able to accelerate after Kusan Mendis. Usually, Asalanka or whoever comes, he gives them the opportunity to play. And then he just takes a back seat and when he, when he gets the loose ball, he just goes for it. So, uh, I think he's excellent. I mean, I'm I i I'm not going to lie. I under, underestimated his ability to be in the team. I mean, you know, for a long time, if you watch IPL, right, you don't get players who anchor the team. You either yeah. go big or you go home, right? Yeah. Um, and th- this is why probably he was not picked for the IPL auction, right, in the first draft mm. or the final draft, right? But um, I think he will be a value addition to whichever LPL team he has been drafted to. Okay. Uh, but for that he wasn't that drafted for the
1: LPL. That was another sad story. Like the yeah, number eight that story, in the yeah. world. Honestly, yeah. in our own yeah. league, we, it was, it's it's pathetic. That story is pathetic path- in my yeah, opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was also like you know
2: most of these league games. I mean, the the the. Um, the teams are looking for marquee players, right? They want the big names, right? If you take Andre Russell, big name, but bad form as of late, right? Yes, of course. So, it's, it's. I mean, world cricket has come to this stage where, you know, they look for the big names, but the big names can't perform anymore, right? Yeah. I can't, I know this is controversial, but like Ben Stokes has not been performing, right? Yeah. But he got, a, he got a place over Harry Brooks, who was playing extremely well for England. Right. So Harry Brooks got uh, cut from the team. Ben Stokes is in. Ben, yeah. ben Stokes brings in experience. There's no dispute about it. But um, it's something to think about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. But uh, that, I was yeah. going to say, Kavinka, that uh, I don't think you needed me for, for this episode because everything which I was thinking about, <laughs> Randev has put forward. Actually, I was thinking of two, yeah. two things I wanted to tell. Two things I was going to say was about Chris Silverwood and his... Uh, his performance as a coach and, yeah. the fa- and about Kusal Mendes because Kusal Mendes has had that freedom, that lease of freedom to f- to perform because that's more his game. I think he's kind of rediscovered himself as an aggressive batsman and it's helped him with his form and that's because of Nisanka. And I was going to keep it for later but since Rande brought it up, I think Chris Silverwood deserves a lot of pace because he's coming into this job under a lot of pressure because he was sacked from England. He had a bad time there. England weren't performing great, so he had the reputation, but he didn't have the results when he came to okay. the Sri Lankan forward. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was that outcry about the fact that Sri Lanka. It's still a mistake. I would, I would, I wouldn't back down from that. Obviously, we didn't have too many repercussions from it, but getting rid of Mickey Arthur after he had built that team was a mistake in my opinion. We've not suffered because Chris Silverwood has performed, but that was a mistake. Yeah. But he's taken up, yeah. He's taken up the role and he's performed really well. So, kudos to him as well. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've spoken about batting a lot now. But who are your pick of the bowlers for from the Sri Lankan side for the World Cup? Because we've had some rash bowling in the past few matches. But yeah. somehow we yeah. saved it. Your pick of the bowlers, who, who do you think is going to shine
2: from um, this side? I think, I mean, look, uh, Chamira is bringing in experience, right? So, I mean, he's definitely going to be the top pick. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, regardless of whether I pick him or not, he's definitely going to go in. The, the point is, Chamira has not been bowling as much. He's coming out of a surgery. He's coming out of rehab. Uh, he I played sure. the warm-up game, uh, but, but went for a few rounds, right? Uh, but in comparison, Dilshan Madhushank has been bowling really well. He's a left-arm pacey. We need that right-arm, left-arm combination. We've not had a proper left-arm pace for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that's something what we were lacking for a long time. I think we haven't had a good one since since Javindavas, So perhaps this is a this is a, this is a starting point, right? Yeah. Um but uh, he I mean he has had the like a, he has had Asia Cup experience, so that's a good thing. Um but uh we'll see. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily um play Chameira just because he has experience and you know and, and that sort of thing is, because at the end of the day you need form as well. Mm-hmm. So if Chamira is going for runs, we have to switch up, right? And and Australian pitchers are all about all about pace, right? The ball skids on really fast, right? Uh, you have to be absolutely sure. Now, if you're going to use Lahir Kumar, uh, he's going to be... He's fast, no doubt, right? Yeah. But is he, is he going to hold his line and length, which has not been the case before, is a question. You See, he's, can called it, man, uh, right? he's called Gas He's called Gas Man, right? So, uh, in a country that did not have gas a few months ago. Uh, yeah. But my point... Right, right. All I'm yeah. saying is, all I'm saying is,
1: we oh if gosh. we
2: can, if we can bowl, if we can bowl the proper line, and length, good. Right, because the last thing we need is a bowler who's bowling here, there, and everywhere. Because the thing is this, right? You can you can scare countries like Ireland, Netherlands, uh, UOA with that pace. We saw that last time in the qualifiers as well right? The pace was too much for them, right? And that was in UAE pitches, right? Mm-hmm. That was in Dubai. So just imagine what he can do in on Australian pitches, where the ball will skip so fast. But, the question lies, can he do that with the teams like Australia, England? He can't, because they know exactly how the conditions work, they're well accustomed, and anything out of the usual line will, you know, end up out of the park. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Lahiru Kumara is a is I mean it's like having a firecracker at hand so it's it's very unpredictable you it will work, work it will not work it's a it's a gamble um, yeah. but in terms of fast bowlers I think uh, definitely uh, we should go in for Chamira we should start with him because he has experience and go with uh, with uh, Lahiru Chandrakumar because he has because we need that right left arm combination. But um yeah, if we I mean we have Pramod Madhushan as a backup. I think he performed really well at the Asia Cup final as well. But does he have enough exposure to play on those pitches? Is a question because at the end of the day, you need a bowler who can bowl those death towers as well. And Samira has proven to bowl those death towers pretty well. So um I think death-overs is also something we'll need to consider because now with World Cricket, death-bowling bowl, death is a different specialty, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, true. that's my take on the pace bowlers. About spinners, right? Um, I think... one Hasaranga Mahesh uh, are more of a mainstay, right? I don't think why we should... There, there's no reason why we should switch that up. I mean, it's a mainstay, right? I mean, it's a given. But... <laughs> um if you are looking for that extra spin attack i think i feel uh, Dananjay de silva if we do play him uh, it's it's definitely an option he proved that he can bowl under uh, a situation where you know there's a lot of pressure in order to you know slow down the uh, the opposition's innings but i feel like if Charlie paslanga is going to play in this team he should chip in with the ball because that's if Sri Lanka decides to play Danushka Gunadilaga and we are, we are given the option of playing either Asalanka or uh, De Silva because, see, Danushka Gunadilaga does not bowl, right? At least mm. he does, but at least at national level, he has not, or at international level. So, in that instance, if we are going to play Asalanka over Dananjay, then Asalanka will need to improve his bowling or whatever because, see, we need those bowling options. And while Australia is a more pace-friendly um, is a more pace-friendly uh, pitched country, uh, the question lies, you know, uh, should we be stuck for bowling options? So, I mean, like I said, Tikshana and uh, Hasaranga are mainstay, but I mean, in the event in the event anything goes wrong, we can switch up for Jeffrey Van Der Sey, but uh, I don't see that happening unless like somebody gets injured. So, I mean, that's a mainstay, right? And if you take grounds like uh, at the mcg uh wrist spin has like a good average um and surprisingly pace has gone for more uh so wrist uh, spin and finger spin in at the mcg uh, has very favorable figures i think seven or seven runs per over pace has about eight or nine so uh yeah having spin i mean that combination is important
1: And uh, just to add to that, I think another aspect that you have to look at is the fact that um, you are going to have batsmen taking a cautious approach towards both uh, Hasaranga and Majestichsena because right now they are bowling at a really high level and they are weaker taking options and there are are people who can derail an opposition and derail their momentum. So you've seen that in quite a few instances where they look to play out both Vanindu and Majestichsena. Sometimes they Sometimes they, if they back themselves, yes, they try to go after them. But more or less, you've seen batsman taking a cautious approach because they know there's that fifth bowler coming in to uh, just fill up the overs, and their target is to go after them. So you need to have a fifth bowler who is used to those conditions, used to that pressure, just like um, just like uh, their and for me, Daranja is the perfect option because he's bowled in that kind of situation on a numerous occasion. On numerous occasions, you take the World Cup in 2019 against England. You take the Asia yeah. Cup recently; he bowled brilliantly. So, if we are looking for the third spin option, for me, we will get to that later uh, as to who to, who I think should play for the team. But I think to have just an extra spin option, Dhananjay Desai is why it's the best option we have, and with that, you're getting his batting as well. So just another thing to add, because right now we've seen that. We've seen that teams are looking to be more cautious with Vanindu and Mayis Dikshina because they have that experience. they have like, um, like Randev said, My Dikshina played in the IPL. So as Vanindu Hansaranga, he's, he's on fire right now. So just for that reason, I would say you need to have a good fifth bowler, fifth bowler, sixth, fifth bowler, sixth bowling option, especially with the spin bowler. And for me, that person is Dhananjit De Silva. So that's... That's my take
2: as well. Uh, Just to add to what uh, Abhishek said, I mean, we are playing uh, at Khardinia Park. I think that's in Geelong, right? So, those grounds are small, right? And any missing uh, length spinners will be... I mean, it's very easy to hit the spinners, right? And those tracks don't spin as well as in the subcontinent. So, we need to be absolutely careful. The only good thing is... uh, the last time we played in that ground uh, we won and I think yes. uh, that was when Haseel Gunarat hit those beating runs. so yes, it's that, a good memory to yes, yes yes for sure that Thank was you. five years or five or four years ago but yeah. still question <laughs> man my memory. yeah
1: it was a crazy series and uh, yeah superb anyway Ankar <laughs> you can I mean, continue uh, anyway there's nothing, there's nothing more <laughs> <laughs> nothing more to <laughs>
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like it's not that I lost concentration, but like, I was like listening and then you were like, anyway. Anyway, yeah, anyway, moving on. Anyway, that's moving it. on. Yes. Ah, that's, yes. that's the key word. That's the... Harish keeps yes. this, by the way. Uh, shout out to Harish, by the way. <laughs> right, I yeah. did it for doing a wonderful job on our episodes uh, in the recent few months. But moving on to uh, the world, what is Sri Lanka facing? Sorry, who is Sri Lanka facing? Uh, boys, give me your quick
1: like three of the sides that Sri Lanka should be wary of. Okay, the- I'm going to just add before Randev says, okay, it, it might be very controversial, and the people who watch this might think this guy doesn't know anything about cricket, <laughs> but I'm okay. just going to say, in right, right now, for me, there's no favorite in this world cup because all teams are not playing well, they are not at their level at the level they need to be, in my opinion. Not even for me. Planet? Not even Australia, in my opinion. Australia got thrashed by England yes, in the series. Yesterday. In the nation series. Yeah. England, England don't know England, don't get me wrong. If they work things out, like there are some proper teams. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my opinion is that right now no one's at their best. Is what I is what I feel. So I feel it's more of an open workup, in my opinion. People might disagree. I don't know what Randev thinks. He might disagree. I'm just gonna put it out. England, England, um, they're also not probably, you know, comfortable with their lineup. India. They are probably the most strongest team because of their whole IPL experience, their squad debt, you know, they've got everything sorted. But there too, they have a few, you know, a few conundrums, if I would say, as to who would play Kohli's form. Kohli has come back to form, but, uh, you know, they have a, they have some questions here and there. And you don't know what you're going to get from uh, Pakistan. I should mention Pakistan as well. Pakistan have a good team, but again, they are worried with uh, Barbara Sound's form as well. Then you don't know what you're going to get from New Zealand and South Africa, so... This is an open workup cup, in my opinion. There is no clear... Australia might be the favourites because they're champions and they're at home. But for me, it's an open world cup. That's what I would say. Okay,
0: yeah, so I mean, there's no top three favourites.
1: No. <laughs>
2: Brandon, what about you? Yeah. I'll start with Australia, right? I mean, yeah. look, Australia's fielding has been appalling. Their fielding has been a disaster in <laughs> England, Right. Right? I mean, you, you you think about Australia and you instantly think fielding is on point. And I'll tell you this, right now, the world's best two fielding teams, I'll tell you without prejudice, is New Zealand and Sri Lanka. Of course. Our fielding has been excellent and New Zealand never drop a catch. I can tell you that. Right? KM Williamson will never drop a skier, however much high the ball may go. Right? Uh, their fielding is on point. And surprisingly, Sri Lanka have started to, start to take, take catches like close cuts. We never used to take catches like this. All uh, in the subcontinent, the the teams are taught to catch the ball like this, right? We never take cup style. I mean, India has tried it so many times and they have failed at it, right? But surprisingly now, if you see Patum Nisank always takes the ball like this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um. And our fielding has been excellent. I mean, you saw the you saw the Asia Cup, right? And I think they yeah. are keeping Ashen Bandar yeah. in the team just for his fielding. I think. As and I style, just, Yeah. And Danfiel, You just you just put them there, and they, they are just there for the fielding. That's it. Yeah. Ashen Bandar came into the fielding uh, on the Asia Cup final, walked away with a million bucks, right? Yes. So just exactly. that one catch, and that was it. <laughs> right. He's in the team for his fielding. Um. But yeah, as I was saying, Australia—they need to—they will need to pick up on their—they uh, will need to pick up on their fielding. I mean, even so to speak. I mean, Aaron Finch is their captain, but he's not scoring well either, right? Um, but uh, yeah, Australia is a—it's a mixed bag with Australia. You know, sometimes they will perform. I mean, people say Matthew Wade is a really good—he's uh, a really good—you know—he's—he's a, he's a really good finisher and all that, but. Um, it's it's temperamental. It's it's not it's not permanent, right? So Australia's from what they were. Uh, I think they are a little bit uh, unstable this time because Marcus Tawny is is still recovering, right? And Mitchell Marsh is. I think he spends more time on the bench than actually playing because he's more injured most of the time, right? Uh, but um, talking about India though, um, India going into the World Cup without Bumrah, right? Ah, uh, that's a point. big negative yes. point. Yeah, I totally so forgot about that. Negative.
1: Very
2: good. Yeah, I mean they are going in a boomra. That's a big negative point, and I think they have uh, replaced boomra with siraj. I think, uh, yes. which is good. I mean siraj is not a bad bowler, but you know you are missing out on boomra. It's not a comparable It's not a comparable point, right? Um, but. Uh, like Abhishek said, even they they are not they are not performing well. They dropped catches in the earlier tour, right? Fielding, I think, has been a key downfall for most teams. I think that's important to point out uh, because, like everybody says, you know, catches mean matches, right? And good fielding saves runs and you know takes a wicket, right? So it's important to have a good fielding side as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's open. Uh, I I should say South Africa might put up a show. We don't know, right? South Africa uh, loves to come to semifinals uh, and then just drop out, right? Uh, So they could make a surprise entry. Um, But I I don't know. Maybe this is controversial. I don't see India going a long way uh, for the simple reason that I think they they lack maturity in their team. I think India is the sort of team that has too many stars. Right. And when you okay. have too many stars in a team, uh it, it's a problem. Right. It's like um I'm sorry I had to bring in a football reference, but like when I was no small, I used at play FIFA, right? Right. I used to play FIFA on my PSP and then I used to edit the edit the game so I have all the star players in it. Right, so like that, they are all that is the that, team. that is
1: the typical, teams. uh, that's the typical way of a football, a uh, uh, FIFA manager, or FIFA on FIFA management, yeah. Right. The, so all are strikers in the
2: it. team apart from the goalie, yeah. right? Yeah. So if the ball does cross on to the other side, oh no, you're dead because none of them can like defend for their life, right? Yeah, so that's I think that's the problem with the Indian team, right? They've got Rohit Sharma, a star on his own, you've got Kohli, you've got Surya Yadav. right. All those are individually their stars. But if you go into the IPL, they are stars in their individual teams because yes. it's a mix. This they have gotten a star star team, right? But I feel like there's no team chemistry there. I this is something that I feel, you know. And I think that is somewhere that we have capitalized on. We have stars, but it's it's a good mix. It's a definitely yeah. a good mix. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see how it will work out because, I mean, I think for now, I mean, if, if Shaheen Afridi uh, does come in from uh, rehab and if he's probably bowling to his full cool potential, I think Pakistan is a really good bowling attack. I mean, he, Harish Rao, they're two excellent bowlers right now, right? Yeah. Top of their form. Um, so, we'll see. But if you want my top picks... Um, uh, I think I think a... I would go with New Zealand because I think they have still a lot to offer. They are a very mature team. Um, New Zealand and uh, I would say South Africa. I think South Africa is a good team as well. Uh, and yeah, I will definitely throw Sri Lanka. In. I mean, I'll right, put my yeah. money on Sri Lanka. Because, yeah. sure. because I don't believe in West Indies. West Indies is that one wild card. They will just come out of nowhere and they will just... They can't even clinch the trophy, but they told Shimron Hetmaier to stay at home because he missed his flight, right? Yeah. Uh, he missed his flight and West Indies <laughs> know that story. Him. They told him to stay at home. Yeah. Right. No, he missed his flight, right? To okay. he missed his flight and West Indies told you know what, you can stay at home. Oh, right? wow. So they discussed, yeah. Right? I think they're pretty big on establishing good team and good team discipline, which is important. Yeah. So they've got a new captain. I mean, they're also rebuilding, right? They they I think they also don't have a, like a lot of stars per se. They've got Nicolas Pouron, yes, right? They've yes. got Sheldon Hotter. But they've got young players coming in, like you know, Akeen Hussein. They're they're good bowlers. So they're at a rebuilding stage. I think we can look out for them at the next World Cup, but uh, I think they're still at a building stage for now. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, I, think I, think I, think I think
1: if you if if you want my top three, I mean it's uh, it's it's honestly really tough for me. I I I can't pick out anyone but uh, i want to put sri lanka because i think they are the uh, i don't want to say it. they are the team that looks more gelled but and i i don't know we have to see but if you want to uh put two others i'll just throw probably i don't know probably england i don't know might mm-hmm. be just just putting on there i don't know it might be completely wrong I and um, England. yeah Mm-hmm. And- no, because England aren't not they are not playing well in my opinion. Like they, they they have had too many questions. That's I mean they might win games, but it's just the way you play the game and the yeah. way you play go about it. And for me, it's I don't see it in England. But who knows? It's a World Tournament. Oh, they, might a tournament they might come alive. Yeah, yeah. And um, just finally, who do I put? The third team I would put. You know, uh, I I I just want to back up with back up and say South Africa will be a very interesting team to watch because. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from them, but they have a pretty decent team, and they've ha- they've shown signs. So, like I, Rande said, they they have they like to come to semifinals and lose. I think South Africa. Should, I mean, they will they will they will be interesting to watch, in my opinion. But I'm going to stick by what I said first. No team is an outstanding favorite for this World Cup. Just I, I just right. believe that.
0: I think we have our opinions uh, gathered and there's only one way to find out. Namibia takes on Sri Lanka in the opening group stage match in uh, in the, the the opening workup uh, match on yeah. Sunday. That is uh, mon- Sunday morning for Sri Lankans. So stay tuned for that match. Uh, Randev, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Of course, we'll be keeping in touch with you throughout the tournament. Uh, but... Mm. From everyone here at the grandstand, that is Abhishek and of course the absent Shavin, Enjoy this tournament because uh, of course the next time this will come around is in about two years' time. That is if another COVID yeah. uh, pandemic or a zombie or apocalypse does not happen. But yes, enjoy Randev, thank you very much for coming onto the show.
2: Thank you so much, guys. Thanks coming to thanks, Abhishek. Man. Pleasure. For
0: sure of course and that is it from the grandstand podcast myself kavinka abhishek and our guest for this show randev it's been a pleasure having you on the on the show and you know what take care and enjoy this one peace nice